Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Thank you all again for joining us. Uh, as you all know that this is the last uh, week of the month of October where we'll be sharing um, just a little bit about optimal health. Um, it has been a great um, week and I hope that all you have been blessed by the information that we shared from um, one hour journey, um, mental health, um, how, how it plays a major role um, in regards to how nutrition and mental health um, go hand in hand. And so today, as we continued on to finish it off, we just wanted to talk and share a little bit about nutrition and what nutrition and um, what are some things that uh, we can do um, to obtain, again, optimal health and what foods um, are healthier and helpful to the body. One of the quotes that I saw online today, it mentions that our body, my body is a garden and not a graveyard. My body is a garden and not a graveyard. And so when I looked at that, the first thing that I thought of is um, living foods and what are considered living foods. Um, more fresh foods, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, um, water, um, fresh air. All of these different things are very helpful to the body. Um, why is it helpful to the body? Because I believe that the body recognizes these things and it's easier not only to digest, but also gives vitality to our organs. Um, it strengthens and refreshes our blood. It gives us the energy that we need in order to move and to go on our daily activities on a regular basis. Um, I believe from my experience too, when you do eat more healthier foods, it actually um, not only is beneficial, but it also helps to remove um, the toxins in your body. It helps um, the digestion, uh, the digestive system work better. Um, and the foods that we eat, uh, the nutrients will go in its right place and whatever else um, that's no longer needed it will then be removed at the right time in the right place. So Pete, I don't know for you, um, when you hear nutrition and um, um, what does that mean to you? And, 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 and what, when people ask you that question, what do you share with them? Well, the thing is, um, when I hear the term nutrition, I question whether the person is talking about good nutrition or mm. just nutrition in general because feeding your body is nutrition but good nutrition all now that's where you know work starts mm -hmm. um, I read this thing and you know it's basically a simple definition of why it is important to uh, to have good nutrition mm -hmm. uh, so it says good nutrition means that your body gets all the nutrients mm -hmm. vitamins minerals and it it needs to work it's best. So basically, we are 
putting the all the right stuff together and mm-hmm. then together they will put together to do the like the best work for your body mm-hmm. so if you are nu- nourishing your body it's still nutrients but is it the right kind the kind that your body needs to perform at its best so i i always try to uh, to urge people to eat properly and again i don't i don't try to push them in one way or the other as far as where or how but the, because I know people have the choice. And when you push people to do things, mm-hmm. they don't do it. They feel like, okay, you know, it's their right to do whatever to, they want. Whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That <laughs> at least they're right. But at the same time, if you are trying to be conscious of what's happening to your body, whether it, it is um, in a, a good thing or like a good in a you putting yourself in a good position that would allow you to live a more fruitful life you are to think of good bread and nutrition than the the average that's been being sold everywhere mm-hmm. i mean just going back to what you said pete um to me I, I when i think of nutrition just a little bit deeper and just you know from my own experience with it um growing up you know i i thought that hey as long as i eat something <laughs> that that was good enough and i think to um, lots of time growing up, the thing that you see on TV, it's very important how the brain, how, 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 you know, media can train your brain into thinking that what you see is what you need. Mm-hmm. Even if it may not be the best, you know, per nutrition, nutritious, what, nutritionally, nutritiously, is that a word? <laughs> um, in your mind, you think as long as I, I can taste it, as long as it, keeps me full, mm-hmm. I should be fine. And I can think of, you know, just being young and just going to the supermarket and, you know, telling my mom, hey, look at this, I want to try this. So you've heard some friends. And so I think from young, I start, my, my, my taste buds were being trained on not necessarily what was um, quality, mm-hmm. but more so of um, what looks good. Mm-hmm. And then so eventually it started training my taste buds to taste things that um i don't know maybe <laughs> the chemicals in the food possibly mm-hmm. and, I, and i i mentioned the chemicals because up until a few years ago i had the opportunity of watching um excitotoxins this was a um, documentary by dr blaylock and he mentioned how lots of our foods contain excitotoxins and the excitotoxins that are in the food, similar to MSG, mm. um, it becomes addictive. And so once it's in your mouth, once you taste it, um, you crave more. You want those same foods. You want those things again. And so lots of foods have been, there's some so many additives to our food that make us crave things um, that may not necessarily be um, healthy for us. But because in our minds, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It tastes good. I want to keep going back to that same thing. Yeah, even with uh, with I mean, with the idea of what tastes good mm-hmm. is subjective because mm-hmm. you know some people based on what they're trained to eat. Like if candies were all I ate growing up, sugar is what I know it t- tastes good. So if something is not sweet like sugar, uh, is like sugar or like candy, I don't think it tastes good. You mm-hmm. see now. It's like kids, you, you, you get, whatever you start giving them, that's what they're trained to eat. 
right? And yeah, yeah. The bitter stuff. I've been taking taking bitter medicine since I was grow since I was young. Mm-hmm. Now I know the difference between what's bitter and what's sweet because I've eaten a lot of sweets and I've eat, had it out of bitter. But the bitter doesn't bother me because I've had it enough that it doesn't necessarily make me feel like okay, this is terrible. It's just a different taste as opposed to bitter. Mm-hmm. Now we know, you know, the taste. You know, they, they change. Well, who's to say bitter is, the, is not the good taste and mm-hmm. sweet is not the bad? Yeah. Some yeah. people, can because they they weren't trying to eat so much sweets uh, growing up, as an adult, you give them something sweet, they don't like it. My mother cannot drink anything sweet. If it's sweet, she's, she's not too crazy over it because I guess she never was never attached to sweetness like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like candy and all that stuff. It was never her thing. As opposed to some people, if it's not sweet, they're not going anywhere near it. So what we train ourselves to have, even as an adult, you, we can train ourselves. We just have to reprogram based on what we put in our diet. And then we're able then to you know receive some of the stuff that are, you know, that are good for us. Not only because they look good. Personally, it has to look good for me to want to even want to eat it too. But mm. it doesn't, you know. So I, I, my eyes tells my brain, okay, yeah, this is this might be good, and then I taste it. Then I can decide whether or not I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. If it doesn't look good, it's not to say I won't eat it. I'll be more reluctant to try. It, yeah. You know. So the eyes, it, it's a it's a whole coordination with all your organs that really helps you make choices in life. Period, and that goes for your food as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the commercials they know what they're doing. They make this thing look nice. Like for example, you eat, you're looking at a burger. That thing looks nice on the screen. My thing is, I would look at. It, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. It's not because it doesn't look good. It's because I know what's in it, mm-hmm. and the stuff that are in it are probably not so much good for me because I know why I stopped eating it in the first place. Mm. So at the end of the day, when you think of nutrition and we think of um, good habits, it does start from a young age. Mm-hmm. And also the influence you mentioned, you know, um, it has to look good. And oftentimes with, with, with the commercials, um, it's very enticing. It's the words. It's how um, it's presented. Mm-hmm. If I present something to you, uh, you know, and... and, and um, I sell it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You'll, you know, more so try it. Of course. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's definitely important, um, you know, with presentation. Um, and also, if, if you're sharing with other people how um, it makes you feel, I think other people also be um, more prone yeah. to, you know, to giving it a try. Mm-hmm. Especially if they have that relationship with you and they trust your judgment yeah. or, ta- or trust your taste buds. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be willing to say, okay, you know what? Um, I'll give it a try. Yeah. So. And the thing to a lot of people, you know, that one thing we use, uh, one excuse we use a lot is like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we, we talk about, you know, you know, we, we train ourselves, you train the kids, you train this, you know, but that can be done at any time. I wasn't a child when I, when I started, when I changed my eating habit. So I was a grown man, you know, let me see, it was in mid-20s. So I, it wasn't so much that I, you know, I was a little kid mm-hmm. and now I had to retrain to eat certain things. And it's not to say my parents were feeding me bad things either. It's just certain things that they thought was healthy or where, where we were 
some of them were more you know were they were healthier than the average and it was fine but then you move in a new community you have new things at your disposal aka you know all these stores that we're selling just about everything and, mm-hmm. and the these restaurants out there and you you sort of have to then make a conscious effort to pick and choose what you should eat based on how you're feeling mm-hmm. based on what's better for your body mm-hmm. and you know and people who say they don't want to quit they can't quit i don't believe that they can't i just believe that they don't want to take the initiative to mm-hmm. to do it it may be hard mm-hmm. uh, it is hard to make any changes especially when you you know when you have a routine something that works for you it is hard to change it to something else but at the same time you have to consciously make that effort because you know why you want to mm-hmm. do it so and i also get you know one thing that i you know can think of especially for those that live in the inner city and um certain areas may not have you know a farmers market or whole foods or sprouts a health food store so to, health food store so to speak and a lot of the things that are sold in the um stores you know nearest to you a lot of them are processed um or they may be fruits you've never heard of mm-hmm. um the good thing about about the time that we're living in is um there are people out there whether it's on social media or even in your local community that are willing to assist um there are places that are trying to pop up have pop-up stores and you know and and have little things going on on the weekends and um if you have that opportunity um definitely um reach out to someone that's what i would you know i would encourage if you don't have that opportunity in regards to nutrition you want to do better yeah. um you don't know how you know it's important to maybe reach out to someone and hopefully that person may know someone else that can assist um and 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 try your best not to allow your circumstances you know with not having certain things in your community to stop you sometimes it may take a drive somewhere else oh, yeah. you know um to start it, it it's a start um and um again one of the best things we can do is ask questions and um nowadays things are a little bit easier oh, i would yeah. say mm-hmm. than it was back then and so i would encourage everyone to you know definitely train your taste buds um i can think of you know even, even for myself I hated cucumbers, Pete. I hated it. Really? Yes, there was no taste to me until you know what you know what pushed me more. Mm. Actually, with even even trying new things, once I started reading the benefits, mm. that's the difference too. Once I started reading the benefits of what this does to a certain organ or the body itself, then I trained my mind. Well, because this is good for me, mm. I'm going to try. It. It's interesting you say that because mm-hmm. personally there are some food I don't like <laughs> and I know they're good for me but what what I do is I uh I like I find out what is the you know the benefit from mm-hmm. it and then I find a substitute like another like let's say if it's a fruit like bananas mm-hmm. right I don't like bananas yeah 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 uh, <laughs> I mean there's good reason for it I used to be allergic to it uh yeah now I don't think I'm allergic anymore because it's been such a long time since I eat, I have eaten it but I just lost any. Like, I used to love that thing. Like, I would eat it any time of the day, all the time, mm-hmm. and so much of it. And I think that's part of the reason my you body probably dosed. got over it. Yeah. So it, you know, I, I, it, it would just then make me sick to the point that it probably would have killed me if mm-hmm. I if I continue. 
But either way, I, I don't like it anymore. I just can't even smell it. Wow. You know? So I find out what the benefits are, the potassium and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I look for it in other fruits that I do like. And I eat those. Yeah. And I try not to overeat it so I don't get allergic to it anymore. So that's, you know, so I, I do that because that way I don't, I'm not missing anything. And I, it's not like I never eaten bananas and I said, I'm never going to eat it again. If banana was the only one that had it and I was no longer allergic to it, I probably would eat it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, probably with, like, you know, weird faces, like, ah, I got to eat this. And that. But mm-hmm. yeah, either way, if you if you do like, like, for example, there are some uh, leaves that people don't, people uh, like salad that people just don't like. If you know you don't like kale, I don't know why people, some people don't like kale. Yeah. I love that thing. Yeah, I love it too. So, if you find out you don't like it, but you find another another one like arugula that you know that might, that might have the same benefits, uh, shard that might have the you know. Mm-hmm. So, find another one and indulge because the thing is, if you don't, you're gonna lose it all together just because you don't like one. You're just gonna give up on kale forever. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different benefits in, in these things. It's just a matter of finding the right one and get the right nutrition. But or look at it this way too. When you know when when someone goes to the gym, for example, you don't start off your first day. You don't start off with lifting two hundred pounds. Exactly. <laughs> you know, or you try to do twenty, thirty sets at one time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna kill yourself. The same thing with nutrition. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you start off little. You know, you may not. You know, you may not eat two um, spoonfuls, but start off with one and a half. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of days, gradually, you know, you know, add a little bit more. But also, I think too, it's. it's also, the seasoning and, and, and finding the right um, healthy herbs that you can add on to making your salads flavorful. It doesn't have to be bland. Mm-hmm. You know, you find some oil. Like, I know for me, sometimes a simple salad dressing is, you know, you mince up either some garlic or onions, you know, really fine. You get your uh, um, key lime or lime, or if you have lemon, you squeeze it. And add some olive, you know, cold pressed olive oil. Mm-hmm. You mix it all together. Add a little bit of salt. You mix it all together, and um, it's a nice, flavorful uh, um, salad dressing. Also, you can add some avocados to it, mm-hmm. and um, the avocados makes it nice and creamy. You mix it all together, add it, and then you sort of take your hand, or you know, if you have some tools to sort of mix it in there, mm-hmm. it's a nice flavor. You know, yeah. And it's all about the flavor, too. It's yeah. all about the seasonings and putting it together mm-hmm. to make the foods tasty. Yeah. And I know some people don't care for dandelion. <laughs> and I, I, I love eating yeah, dandelion. Yeah. It's and the bitterness, I, I think. I know, I know it has an acquired taste. I can yes. tell, but it doesn't bother me one bit because bitter food is not something I'm not familiar with growing up. So it... Eating it never bothered me whatsoever. We I've drank the some of the worst tasting tea growing up. <laughs> My mother, grandmother, when when you you have a little fever or a headache, you, they get you that tea, man. That thing may make you wish <laughs> you were alive. <laughs> oh man, it's just insane. But the thing is, it trained my trend, but to tolerate these yeah. things, and now I can eat a bowl of dandelion salad with no problem. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really bother me one bit. It is what it is, though. And the good thing, you know, with dandelions, so somebody would say, yeah, I don't like it. It's nasty. But the benefits, you know, talking about nutrition, is it, it purifies the blood. It's good for your kidneys. Exactly. So why so, wouldn't you take a little pain in your mouth 
and then I say pain, I say it vaguely because it's not, it's not hurting. Yeah, it just doesn't. T- it doesn't taste like the sugar you, you like yeah. all, all the time. So why don't you take that and use it because you, the benefits are much greater than that. That yeah. you know, five minute tasting that you have. And then again, we we, we mentioned this earlier to to to. Um, one of the most important things again is training your taste buds and just gradually making the change. We're not telling you to just jump into it and just you know starting uh, throwing everything out your fridge and, and starting um, from scratch because for some people it might be difficult. Mm-hmm. But for some of the you know for some of the greens or if you want to add or change some things in your diet, which not only will help your mind but also your body, um, and you're not used to um, the flavors of the food, start off gradually. Gradually start off, you know. Adding it onto your plate um, from one, you know, one spoon to maybe two, then three. Eventually, your body gets used to it. I remember a young man said one day during a training um, I attended last year, he said it takes 21 days to form a habit. 21 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for some of us, we may have to eat that same food. Try 21 days. Eventually, your body gets used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and think of the benefits that I always share with, you know, as we shared earlier. And even throughout this month, read and find out about the different foods that you eat, nutritious wise. Mm-hmm. Figure out, okay, if I put this in my body, what are the benefits? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we study for tests. We study for companies we want to work for. We study uh, and, 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 and we look up um, homes and cars. We do our research. But what about the most important vessel which is our body our Mm -hmm. temple why is it that we don't do that as well why don't we question the thing that we put in our body so i encourage you you know everyone myself and people encourage you you know one of the most important things is um, take care of yourselves but most importantly um don't allow your taste buds to control Mm -hmm. um the importance of what you're putting in your body yeah you know one of the biggest dilemmas that we face Mm -hmm. is uh, is people confusing good nutrition versus nutrition mm-hmm. and here, here's the here's the reason I say that because you would talk to someone or they would ask you okay uh, I eat very good what are you talking about you know mm-hmm. and then let's say if you spend one day with that person and let's see what happens from the time they leave home to the time they come back home uh, or the time they go to bed in the, uh, in the evening they do wake up in the morning. They, you know, they exercise. They eat a good meal uh, from home at for breakfast, but then for lunch they go to McDonald's, KFC, or any others, uh, or those places. And then they come home. They eat a very good, but they're wondering, well, isn't that good nutrition? Not mm-hmm. really, because I read somewhere mm-hmm. a healthy diet includes a lot of natural food mm. and sizable food. Mm. Good nutrition also involves avoiding certain kind of food on a regular basis. Mm. So it's like, uh, I'm going to eat something great now and I'm going to eat something great later. But in between, I'm just going to eat whatever Mm. because that's what's available. And that's how restaurant makes money. And I don't tell people not to go to restaurants. There are a lot of restaurants, even the restaurant who 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 sells just any any type of food, they have the healthy ones on the side. Well, some of them have the healthy one on the side in case somebody wants it because they want to make money. Of course. And if everybody so they say, you know, I prefer healthy food, 
I prefer this type of food. That's what they will give. It's it's uh, supply and demand. Yeah. If you ask for it, they'll find it to get to you. And enough people ask for it, they'll have to sort of switch. But because they want to keep the business going, but at the same time, they have to satisfy the customer. Yeah. If everybody comes in and asks for a big fat steak uh, rare, you're going to get a big fat steak rare. <laughs> because that's what people want. people want. So Supply and demand. Exactly. So the thing is, a lot of people are not making that decision for themselves. They prefer the restaurant to make that decision. What do you have? Mm. I'll take that. As opposed to this is what I want. See what do you have? Or this is what I want. There's two different commands there. Yeah. So, so we allow, again, society to determine what's most important to us. Exactly. Burger King comes with a, with a, with a burger and they say, go eat it. They show you a couple of people it. eating it. So I didn't know this was this was uh, um, uh, beans or whatever it's made out of yeah. plants. Yeah, but the, it's not. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it may it may do, but a lot of things they put in it that sort of messes up the whole thing in the process. Yeah, and so even you know when we talk about some of these restaurants, you know, um, and, and and what they're um, presenting to. Uh, uh, people, you know, the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, one one of the things that I remember someone saying, and I, I take I take that into consideration now when I go out to eat. If they, uh, you have to think of this: if the chef does not eat, the person's preparing the food does not eat the meals there. Mm-hmm. You know, that says something. Or if you ask questions and they're unable to share with you. Um, where the food comes from, what they're preparing, what what are the reasons, some of the reasons why they're preparing it, how how is this going to be helpful for me in the long run? Um, you know, we have to really think of those things, you know. And I know it's difficult when you're going to some of these franchise restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, um, oftentimes you see the ingredients, but unless it's prepared in front of you, you don't necessarily know. <laughs> what's in there so I think it's always, it's always good to if you do go out you know choose wisely choose wisely if you're not preparing you know the best place is to prepare at home mm-hmm. but if you're going to have that opportunity of preparing at home definitely um, choose wisely where you're going and um, ask questions when you get there mm-hmm. ask questions just keep in mind people um, the effective management of Food, intake, and nutrition are both key to good health. Mm. Okay? They're both key to good health. Okay? Food intake and nutrition, both key. So if you're going to make, if you are advocating for, uh, for good health, don't just talk about it. You also have to do the research and figure out how it happens. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, no, representing no. something that you were not really representing. Yeah, so. no, I get that. It's it's definitely important too for us to, again, think. While uh, you know the system is a complicated system, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it also enjoys simple meals, meals that um, it can break down easy. It doesn't have to work work hard or rigorous. Uh, it takes a certain amount of time and then gets rid of it and then prepares for the next meal. And it's also important to discipline yourself. I know some people may say, oh, it's difficult, it's hard, but nothing is impossible. 
You know, as long as you start somewhere, you have a great support system. Mm -hmm. You have people around you that's also on the same page, mm -hmm. on the same wavelength uh, of wanting to do and make better choices. You know, and if you don't have that, look for it. Find it. Uh, find other people that are wanting and willing to, to make better choices. At first, it might be hard, mm -hmm. but eventually um, it'll pay off. It'll pay off. Do you have any pointers you can point out some of the good food that are nutritious uh, that can be good for the body? Things that, that you know, if if they eat, that definitely pro uh, produce the right nutrition for for the audience. Uh, you know, again, you know, you mentioned some things that, but again, I I definitely want people to go online and Google and um, look up, you know, foods. Not, not so much acidic foods. I would stay away from more of the acidic foods because when you look at some of these foods, it causes more havoc to the body, mm -hmm. which can lead to inflammation and disease. But some of the foods that um, I can think of, uh, when I think of the living oxygenated food or alkaline, like, you know, as, as so many have discussed, mm -hmm. because the body um, can break it down better and understands it. Yeah. Um, I think of... Uh, the kale, Swiss chard, you mentioned green beans, um, broccoli, you know, broccoli, purple potatoes, mm, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are pretty good as well. Um, okra, oatmeal, oatmeal. Uh, there's some grains, quinoa, amaranth. And, you know, for those that don't want to do corn, mm -hmm. cornmeal or so, you can you can always do amaranth. Um, there's some people do couscous, garbanzo beans, garbanzo beans. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's lentils. Yeah, you know you can always eat those. Um, and a lot of you know in regards to the protein, some people may say, well, I don't, you know, I don't. What about the protein? Well, you know, greens also have protein. Collard greens, mustard greens, mm -hmm. all these different things have. Um, you know, and and the list goes on. So I encourage you to um, definitely go online and check out more alkaline foods, more oxygenated foods. Uh, whether it's grains, um, fruits, vegetables, herbs, um, that the body would not only recognize, but it would give it optimal uh, um, health. Yeah. You know, and you just remember too, Dr. Banda, who was on with us a few weeks ago, he said the best thing to do on your plate is to not have no more than three items. <laughs> you know, whether it's your salad. Your, you know, your vegetables. And again, if you're going to do protein, mm -hmm. it's best to do it with vegetables and not starch. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're going to do starch or carbs, it's better to do it with vegetables and not protein mm -hmm. um, so that the body can break it down. And it knows what, it knows what, what as he said, enzymes are to, to, you know, to release, to break down the food. Yeah. Um, and it's not confusing. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, that, that's what it, it, when you confuse them like that and sometimes that results to indigestion and bloating yeah, exactly bloating yeah. wonder why you can barely move after you ate one little plate yeah. of food it's because all this you know between let's say between burger and fries you're basically confusing yourself confusing right? it yeah so, and it also yeah. keep in mind too you know when you do eat you have to remember that whatever meal you eat it has to come out so if it's not coming out and it's yeah. staying in and it's stored and you're mm -hmm. saying, hey, it's been day two and I still haven't used the restroom. Yeah. And if you've eaten six meals, mm -hmm. where are all those meals? 
Okay. Well, so I know we talked about that before. Well, it's worth repeating because people feel like, oh yeah, I'll just go to the bathroom once a day. Yeah. And, I mean, is it by choice or because <laughs> yeah. you probably shouldn't choose to do that? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So. And then, like you said, also you know, adding more fiber, but also giving the body time. I know some. You know, everyone has their own. Um, uh, what's the word? You know, regimen mm-hmm. as far as what to eat, how to eat. But the body does need time yeah. to recuperate. So allow the body to digest and not snack in between meals. I know some people may say, well, mm-hmm. this is a good diet for me. But over time, I think the stomach allowing the digestion to take place in order for it to, um, you know, receive the nutrients, whatever waste, it, it, it allows the body to um, have it come out. And then prepare for the next meal. Exactly, and and that's that's what if you do choose to do snack throughout the day, reduce the amount you're eating for the main course. That way, the body has time to actually you know finish with it before. Because yeah. if you the more you eat, the longer it takes for the process to go. Through. It takes a long time. So, or try like to balance. Yeah, or so. if you if you have to, the quickest meal that takes about twenty to thirty minutes to digest. Is fruits, you know, eat your fruits. That 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 should quench that hunger. And oftentimes, you may think I'm hungry, but you're really thirsty. Exactly. You're dehydrated. And guess mm-hmm. what? You know how long it takes for water to digest? Mm-hmm. Zero minutes. <laughs> you yeah, know, and it can go through your body that you know so, within an hour. Or so you can actually have to go to the restroom. Have to, to use the restroom. restroom, and that's the cleansing process. So, and one thing I have to mention: a lot of people when you tell them to drink water, they're like, "Yeah, I can't drink plain water." I have to put something in it. But little do they know, as soon as you put something in it, now the body has to digest it. So it's no longer just water. Yeah. It's just liquid food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> liquid food, yeah. it takes longer. It doesn't take a few minutes to go through anymore. It, it takes longer. It takes a longer. So, so now you're eating and you're still dehydrated because it, it's not water. The water itself not only dehydrates, it cleans, but it doesn't do the cleansing if it's, uh, if it's matched with something else. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. People got to remember that plain water is water. Anything you put in it is no longer water. Yeah. And again, as we mentioned earlier too, 21 days to form a habit. So start small. Yeah, you may not like it, but think of the benefits. Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, we may not like certain things, but think of the benefits Mm -hmm. if we do it. Mm -hmm. Train our bodies from now and later on. It will thank us. Yeah. And good nutrition also comes with your vitamins. Uh, certain things that you might not get enough from eating, you might want to yeah. take your supplements, supplements to make sure that you uh, replenish the body with what it, what it needs. If you have to take magnesium, potassium, extra, either if it's uh, chewable or or one gummies of those, or um, powders, yeah, whatever it is, find it, find something clean, organic that it, that has no weird stuff in it, yeah, and then take it on a regular basis to upkeep your body and read the ingredients. And also for those who are interested in um, preparing simple, healthy um, meals, uh, we have a future special guest, Sister Love, uh, that will have a cooking class on Zoom. Uh, tomorrow, November 1st at 5 p.m. And so if you're interested, uh, please, again, it is free. So all of our listeners, and if you know anyone else who may be interested in preparing simple, healthy meals, um, please um, check out Sister Love um, at 5 p.m. on uh, Zoom. It's going to be a live cooking show. 
Uh, for more details, please um, go to our um, Instagram page. It's worth living, number one. It's worth living, number one, for more details. So to conclude this episode on It's Worth Living, we just wanted to share with you a little clip um, from the Carl Michael Show and um, just wanted you to all listen to what he had to say. See, the problem with my father is, like, if he's not going to get the stuff, right? If he's not going to get the stent, the least he could do is eat healthy. But, like, the problem is he grew up poor and nobody shows poor people how to eat healthy, you know? You know what his favorite holiday is? Free Pancake Day at IHOP. Well, what's wrong with Free Pancake Day? Everybody loves free pancakes. It's IHOP's way of giving back to the community. But no, it's not giving back if the gift is diabetes, Maxine. <laughs> You ever notice that it's only like the worst food that they give away for free? Like you never hear about Whole Foods having like free apple day, you know? It's how they keep people down. They give them high blood pressure and like diabetes and gout. Because you can't run for president if you ain't got no legs, Maxine. So hopefully you guys uh, really enjoy that because as funny as it may have seemed, it is true. The reality it's the reality because um yeah giving stuff for free is one thing and it's under it's commendable that some people are giving stuff for free but you should probably give things that can help the person mm -hmm. okay i mean when you say you're gonna sell two burger you're gonna get, buy one and get one free burger at, at the uh, i said a commercial on tv i can't remember which restaurant but um if you get one get buy one get one free can it be um apple <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the yeah, guy no. said Okay, can it be a, a bowl of salad? Can it be something that's not gonna, at the end of the day, make them feel so stuffed that they can barely move? Yeah. Uh, something that's gonna create a whole other problem that they have to deal with. And you know, now have to spend way more money. That extra dollar they spent, they saved on that, on that uh, burger. Now they have to put a couple of thousand more on top of it to you know, pay hospital bills. Yeah. So it's just be mindful, guys. That's all it is. Uh, and be aware of what you're putting in your body. Nutrition is key for a healthy living. It is. So if you want to practice healthy living, you want to definitely look into better nutrition. And as usual, you know, we have one life to live. And so let's make the best of it. Let's take care of our bodies, our minds, our soul. And at the end of the day, the most important thing that we can do is not only take care of ourselves, but also teach others and it's better to be healthy than to be sick mm -hmm. and wishing that we could have made a difference 20 years ago. And as usual, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We are remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living.